0: remember me? The gal with a bunch of single lonely acquaintances who threw a friend's giving during a historic snowstorm? Of course, how could you forget? Well, where'd we leave off? Alright, Bethany had met her match in the form of Brian, the architect. While they head up to the roof to make out, how about we hear her ex's side? Let's start with his solo walk to my place. This is Jeremiah's story. Dun-dun!
1: Okay, so when I see her, I'll say, Hello, Bethany. Didn't expect you to slither out from under your rock tonight.
0: Oh, boy.
1: Our mutual friend, Joe, told me she had invited you. I was surprised, actually, that she invited me, as she was your college roommate. But she's the only one of our friends who took my side in the breakup.
0: Please leave me out of this, dude.
1: I'm getting off track. Uh, what what am I trying to say? Hey! Let a human walk. Where was I? Oh, right, okay, how about, um... Hi, Bethany. thought you might be here tonight. <laughs> uh, Beth, Beth, been wrestling with what to say whenever we eventually crossed paths. <clears throat> On the one hand, we were a huge part of each other's lives at crucial points in our personal development. Our relationship enriched my life. Sort of like what they do to White Flower.
0: Sounds reasonable.
1: But ultimately, it didn't work out. Because when I look at you now, I see everything I hate about myself.
0: Ugh, dear lord.
1: Okay, think. What's the truth? That she's a horrible, self-absorbed classist who prioritizes possessions over people? And that living with her was like watching Anakin Skywalker become a Sith Lord?
0: I've made a horrible mistake. (sighs)
1: She won't get that reference hate Star Wars. What I want to say is that when we started dating, it it seemed like we were on the same page, but slowly her desire to achieve moved away from self-development. She got swept up in the social status rat race, and I could feel it happening to me too. I tried to fight it, but she resisted all of my attempts to divert this trajectory, and by the time I realized the relationship was over, She was so far gone, I I didn't think I could explain it to her. Didn't think I could affect her. So I I took the coward's way out and broke up with her. Instead of saying that I despised the version of myself I was with her, I just said we grew apart. Why is that so hard to say?
0: Because it would crush her.
1: (sighs) Because it would crush her. And maybe, maybe it's not fair.
0: You made it!
1: I think I should leave.
0: Ah, You're being dramatic.
1: I'm not. You know what's actually dramatic?
0: Confronting your ex and going over, once again, why you broke up with them, but this time in extra detail just to really hammer home the fine points.
1: That's what she wants, Joe. And what kind of spineless wet blanket would I be if I didn't give her what she wants?
0: She wanted that, ooh, six months ago? That's when you were supposed to be honest. Bear your soul? Tell her that you forgot to water her jade plant when she was on that work trip in Arizona and it didn't just decide to die because it couldn't emotionally handle her absence? If you tell her the truth now, it's so unnecessary. It's like the college years of Saved by the Bell.
1: You're wrong, Joe. If I told her the truth, we could finally move on. It would be the best thing for both of us.
0: I think you mean it would be the best thing for you. If you're set on a grand confrontation, can you hold off for like 30 minutes? She's actually apologizing to someone right now for calling them poor, which I think, for personal growth reasons, she should see through to the end.
1: Up to her old tricks. Where can I hide for the next half hour?
0: Oh, this is actually... Perfect. Go talk to my roommate Rebecca. She's been in her room all day. I keep wanting to check on her, but you know the old fashions don't make themselves. Sure. Second door on the left.
1: Hello, uh, Rebecca. Oh, uh, wow, you're gorgeous. Sorry about that. Um, sometimes I speak without thinking <clears throat> I'm I'm Jeremiah, Joe's friend. She she sent me to check on you.
2: Go away. Shit. Service is not needed.
1: Wait, wait, listen. Uh please don't shut the door again.
2: Sorry, but don't need anyone to check on me. I'm not some antisocial monster. I've made eye contact with at least two people in the past 6 months.
1: Look, we we got off on the wrong foot. Uh listen, can you can you actually just let me in? <laughs> I think I'm the one that needs to be checked on. Meaning? Need somewhere to hide?
2: Clog the toilet?
1: Close, social pariah.
2: Man after my own heart. Come on in.
1: Coming to this party was an actual disaster.
2: At least you can leave. I'm already home.
1: <laughs> Good point. Maybe I should start planning a grand escape out your, uh, no windows?
2: Nope. Pretty sure this room was a service closet at some point.
1: Faint smell of Lysol?
2: Sign on the door that said Janitor. Dead giveaway. Fits me quite well. I consider myself a cave person.
1: As in Paleolithic?
2: As in cozy. So, what did you do to deserve the punishment of checking on Joe's kooky roommate?
1: <laughs> I was just threatening to confront an ex.
2: Broke your heart? Stole your identity? Sharpie dog poop on your forehead when you were passed out?
1: God, no. Bethany's never gotten close enough to dog poop to know how to draw it. That's what a dog walker is for. <sighs> she didn't do anything to me. I'm the bad one. I'm the one who left her with no explanation and refused to talk to her because I was too much of a chicken. And now it's been six months and I finally have the courage to do it.
2: Ah, so now that it's on your terms, now that she's over it, you all of a sudden have the guts to do what you should have already done. How very brave, Lancelot.
1: Hey, everybody grows at their own pace. Elephant fetuses gestate for like 22 months. Some things can't be rushed. Ouch, those poor mothers. Maybe you're right. Maybe I should just let sleeping dogs lie.
2: Why'd you break up with her? Compulsive liar? Refused to floss?
1: Uh, it all started because of Star Trek, The Next Generation. There's this episode where Jean-Luc Picard basically lives another person's entire life.
2: The Inner Light, Season 5, Episode 25.
1: Wow, how do you know that?
2: It's Patrick Stewart's favorite episode. I consider it common knowledge.
1: M- Am I being set up? Excuse me? This isn't a, introduce Jeremiah to his dream woman and then laugh when he falls for it prank, is it?
2: Ew, gross. What is this? 2010? I hate prank shows. So? What was it about the episode?
1: Must have seen it a hundred times before, but, but this time, Cayman's life, the guy Picard is living through, is so rich with family and, and nature and the exploration of ideas. I don't know, it, it struck me and I realized my life wasn't what I wanted. And that if I didn't get out soon, I'd be assimilated by the Borg of Madison Avenue. And I want to serve the Federation, you know? So I broke up with her.
2: Damn, dude. That's deep. Can't say I don't relate, though. That's the episode that inspired me to learn the flute. (laughs) Marry me? Oh, look at that! I've managed to stay in my room for the entire first half of the party. I'd call that a success on any platform. Well done, Rebecca, well done. Uh,
1: How do you feel about venturing out?
2: Not into, actually. You?
1: I'll stay in here as long as you'll let me. This is the first time I've been relaxed, and, well, since I moved to New York, I guess. You're sweet. You think Joe will be upset if we sat it out?
0: The answer is yes, I would be upset. No.
2: What? But she did go to a lot of planning for tonight. She even swept the fire escape, which makes zero sense. (sighs) How about this? We go out there together and only stay until the very moment we can come back in here without being rude.
1: Okay, but if things get dicey, I'm making a beeline right back to the cave. Might even roll a boulder in front of the entrance.
2: Deal. Hold my hand?
1: From this point on, until we are back here, I absolutely will not let you go.
0: I don't know. We we broke up in May. you going to be okay?
1: I just realized that getting through this dinner without an incident will be impossible for me.
0: Yes. Thank you.
2: Things are only impossible until they're not.
0: Just have to get over the initial shock. Hmm. Like getting your butthole waxed.
2: No, who said that? You are delightful. Uh-huh. Hello. Ground control to Major J. Have we lost you?
0: Listen,
1: I gotta say this now before I check it out. Yes, I love green beans also. What? I'm really glad we met tonight. I am too. Humans need food and air.
0: I just wish... This wasn't so suddenly awkward for me.
2: Now I feel like I'm the one being pranked.
0: Why do you have to come?
1: Act like I just said something funny. <laughs> Excuse me?
0: Okay, everybody. Let's use our collective mind power to stop this disaster before it bursts into flames. Three, two, one.
2: You're a pig. Huh? Why'd you. What happened to in this together? We're around other people for a total of three minutes and now you've nothing to say? Well, guess what? Lots of people think I'm very interesting and. Hi, Jeremiah. Can we talk?
1: Uh, Bethany, I. Uh. You've
2: got horrible timing, lady.
1: Sure, uh, one second. I'll be right back.
2: Don't bother! I found a dish of cranberry sauce that's already better company. Go away.
1: Rebecca, I'm I'm sorry, Can't I- Can't
2: hear you over all the fun I'm having. Ha ha ha, oh my god, Rebecca, you're so hilarious.
1: If you're gonna pretend to be someone else, at least alter your voice.
2: I the lassie's got jokes, I say. Now go away.
1: Picard said, things are only impossible until they're not.
2: Guess he didn't know about you trying to get back into my room, because then he never would have said that.
1: Please let me in so I can talk to you face to face. Rebecca. 20 people are watching me plead right now.
0: You should know, dear listener, that at this moment, Jeremiah has one whole person and a half-interested cat watching him yell whisper through the door.
2: I believe in public shaming as a necessary but imperfect learning device.
1: (sighs) Can we talk? Speak. Look, I I messed up. When I saw Bethany, I I totally froze. I'd like to say that I'm over the relationship, but clearly there are a lot of emotions still tied up in there. But that's no excuse. I pledged to be your dinner partner and instead I went AWOL, and for that I'm very sorry.
2: I had to talk to Stephen Snotty.
1: The entire time?
2: Yes! He eagerly took your seat and started explaining gold bars to me. Said we should all invest before the apocalypse. Didn't really understand how they'd help us once we are running from zombies, but decided to just nod instead of asking questions.
1: I am really sorry.
2: Why'd you leave me?
1: Guilt? I feel like I owe her something. Whatever it is, it's gone forever. I, I-, I can promise you that. What happened? You happened.
2: Continue.
1: Halfway through the conversation, I, I realized I was only trying to rid myself of the embarrassment from evading her for so long. She's not the person I thought she was. It's not black and white. She's not some capitalist diehard just because she wrote off her DVD of The Wolf of Wall Street as learning material.
2: That's actually insane.
1: I just, I just made her out to be a villain, so I wouldn't feel like one myself.
2: Whoa, you got all that from me? If that's the case, let me give you my Venmo so you can pay me the top of my sliding scale for this night of therapy.
1: (laughs) Well, I didn't get that part from you. I came to that on my own. But what I did get was a gnawing sensation that I would much rather be talking to you.
2: Holy shit. I didn't know I had that power in me.
1: One might say it's your
2: inner light. Kiss me.
0: Okay, okay. Move it along, folks. Let's give these two some privacy. I have one last person to tell you about before the night is over. Next up, the story of my hot neighbor.